What's up, everybody? It is December 29th, the week of New Year's. You got two and a half days left in 2022. Uh, coming to an end and then a nice fresh start in 2023. It's my favorite time of year, getting that fresh start and, you know, thinking about things you want to accomplish this coming year. But I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. This past week, um, really the past two weeks at Yellowbird, um, been a little bit of a ghost town with people in and out for the holidays. And like I said, uh, what's what's been going on with the market getting more difficult. The grind has been good. The clarity has been good. It's just, you know, people traveling for the holidays and stuff. It's really hard to make good progress during this time period, which is why I'm very excited um, to get going in January. Just with everyone back, we have such good rocks for this coming quarter and good clarity moving into the beginning of the year. Um, I think we have great cohesion too. Uh, the Christmas party, I haven't done a podcast since the Christmas party, but it was it was awesome. It was a great time. Um, we did it at Atlantic Beach Country Club. Um, so we had tons of room. The food was awesome. We had a big room inside with live music and uh, outside, we had like an outside area with a fire pit and stuff. It was really fun. Um, last year was fun too. We did it at uh, Fish Camp upstairs, and uh, Fish Camp's awesome. The food's really good there. The service is awesome, but we were crammed in this like teeny little room, uh, the upstairs at Fish Camp. So um, this year was definitely made be- way better, um, and it was easy too. It's right in Atlantic Beach, right by the office. So. Um, Everyone had a great time. Uh, the gift we gave out this year was was journals. Uh, these these really nice leather journals for next year, because uh, the theme of the whole Christmas party and our meetings towards the end of the year is 2023 in real estate. Will naturally going to be a little slower than it was in uh, in 2021 and like the first two quarters of 2022. It is a great time to be working, working on yourself, uh, working on getting better, um, working on reading, working on leadership skills, um, focusing on truly where you want to go, starting habits like meditation and journaling. Um, so that was the theme of it, right? Because if, uh, you know, the people at Yellowbird and all the team members here get better as people and get in a better spot mentally, um, and start thinking about that stuff. It makes us all stronger. So that's been the theme going into the year. And, uh, I, I just thought that the journals were really cool gifts for everyone this year. So massive success there. I think, I think the message got across. Um, so the other thing I wanted to dig into was I started a new book, um, becoming supernatural by, uh, Joe Dispenza. And I want to give a shout out to an old Peapod guy, uh, Blake Moody, um, actually gifted me this book back in like whenever it was, it was, it was maybe the end of 2020, like maybe Christmas time, 2020, we did this Peapod. And, uh, I usually am really good about reading gifted books, but this was a thick one. Um, and Blake's the only one that ever recommended this book to me. So like typically like I'll get book I get book recommendations a lot sometimes three or four people will recommend the same book and that book's going to go to the top of the list over the you know something that was gifted me a while ago and books are a commitment right you get through them as fast as you can but with a pregnant wife and and two kids 
Um, and not much of a commute to work. Sometimes it takes me some time, especially, especially with the big ones. So book recommendations, just my thoughts on that in general is, uh, just make sure if you're recommending books, you're, you know, you know that like if you're giving it to somebody that is a commitment, right? So just make sure you're recommending good ones. Um, I, the reason I started reading this one recently um, was because an Ed Milet podcast was suggested to me with Rob Deerdick, who I, you know, I grew up with Rob Deerdick and skateboarding and that sort of, uh, that sort of culture. So I listened to that and Rob Deerdick, the transformation that he's had from, you know, when he used to do fantasy factory to now where he's, you know, a tiger 21 member and an investor and he's well read and still has that aggression and hustle and that relentlessness, I, I remember one of the Fantasy Factory episode where he tattooed relentless, relentless, I think it was, on his on his forearm. He still has all those qualities, but he's just, you know, he's a different person now. He's a, he, he's more he's more refined. He's more evolved. Um, he understands money and the world better. And he was talking about this specific book. Um, and then I remember Blake had recommended it to me and gifted it to me. So I started reading it and it is just phenomenal. It's, uh, it's, it's right up my alley. I'm probably 20% into it now, but, and I am in no way right now going to get into the science of what he talks about in the book as he gets very deep on how this, this stuff he talks about is not just woo woo bullshit anymore. It's actually, you know, it's actually real. Um, and he can scientifically prove that it's real, but basically what he's talking about is how your thoughts become your reality, right? So becoming supernatural is, you know, um, everything from, uh, everything from visualizing and living as your future self to, you know, into healing cancer, um, and going through this and, you know, starting to visualize yourself without cancer or without addiction or without depression. And it's just, it, it's really interesting, the research he's done on the brain and how important the thoughts are in your mind. Your thoughts affect your emotion, um, which affect how you operate. It affects your energy you're putting out. Elena's sitting across from me now. I, if I was, a, you know, if I was in a shitty mood and depressed or angry, talks about the fact of how she can feel that and that's going to affect her a different way. So, um, it's just really interesting. And I think back to, uh, parts of my life where that came into play. And I've talked about this speaking before, but went to military school, Kings point and a bunch of guys, um, it's mostly guys school, but a bunch of guys stronger than me, smarter than me, um, quit, during the during the boot camp phase of it, and nothing against them, maybe you know, maybe that was the best decision for them. But the fact that failure wasn't even in my mind, and I had already like seen myself, you know, getting to the next year and graduating that school, I, I, there was no doubt in my mind that that would happen. Um, so so I was living that truth, and you know, failure never even you know broke my consciousness, and. I've talked about this in a different context before, and it's just interesting that you see the same themes um, as you read different sort of books, different mindset books, and now, you know, this Becoming Supernatural book. It's all the same themes, just different ways of saying it. 
Um, another point, you know, other point in my life where this happened was when I, you know, uh, left the oil field and, and jumped into real estate full time failure and not getting to where I wanted to be just never even crossed my mind. I was, I was just so confident and sure. And I was living and acting like that person that had already done it. Um, and I'm realizing this now, it's not like I knew this back then, but I, I had just naturally lived that way. I had handled myself that way. I had talked to sellers that way, talked to my business partners that way, different colleagues at, uh, or people I meet at Jack's Rhea and stuff like that. I'm not acting like a newbie. I'm acting like someone that's been there before. Um, and then naturally it just manifested from there. Right. And, and the last example I'll give is, you know, I think it was right around COVID or right before COVID, we added this big goal at Yellowbird that we were going to get to 30, um, house purchases a month. Um, and we ended up hitting it within eight months. Um, and it happened pretty quick, but 30 houses a month is a lot. It puts us in, you know, top five home buyers in the entire country. Um, and it was, it was painful to get there, but I never, like, I never had any doubt. My leadership had never had any doubt that we would not get there. And, uh, you know, we just, it, it manifested for us. So what, what I've learned from like what's happened in my life so far and, uh, and reading this book and starting to understand the science behind it is, uh, is, is the idea that you can really manifest, manifest whatever you want. In life, it, it, the tough part is figuring out what you want, right? You ask people who are, you know, play the victim card, who are who are depressed, or this and that. What you know, what what do you want that would take you out of this mental state you're in? And you know, a lot of people aren't able to answer that question, or even people that are frustrated or say they want more money or a better job and more time with their family. They really haven't. Most of people have not put the time in to write out what that, what that ideal week really does look like. It's not easy to do, right? If you, if you, uh, it's much easier to just fall in line and do what other people tell you to do, right? Um, and just follow the system, do what you're supposed to do. If you were given complete freedom, um, say you had all the money in the world and you know, all the power in the world to do whatever you want, write out your week and what it actually would look like. Would you sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day, every day? Would you get drunk all day, every day? You know, maybe you would, I don't know, but a lot of people wouldn't, right? A lot of people see these, you know, people on Instagram or whatever, living these epic lives, climbing mountains, doing this and that, spending time with family, running businesses. Is that really what you want? And what does, what does that look like to live that life? Right? So we have two and a half days left in this year. And, uh, to be honest, like, you know, part of the issues of getting to 30 houses a month is I didn't have good clarity on when we went from there, where we went from there. Right. It's like, well, I don't know. Do we go to 60 houses a month? Is that super motivating for everyone? We, we, we lost that clarity and we kind of lost it at a time that the market fell too. So it all kind of happened naturally, but now we're being forced to have those conversations. Not only, um, me and my partners in the leadership around here, but I'm forced to like have these conversations with myself of what does 2023 look like? What does success of 2023 look like? Do I just come in and kind of grind every day and look at deals and, you know, 
push the leadership of the team and have alignment meetings and do what I always do? Or am I going to do the hard work, which is laying out 2023 and what the year actually looks like? What's it look like for Yellowbird if it's successful? What's it look like for me and my family and my kids if it's a successful year? What about my relationships with my friends, business partners, leadership around here? What, what does a successful year look like in December with them? So um, I've pushed everyone here at Yellowbird to kind of answer that same question of what a successful year looks like for them. And I'd push anyone that listens to do the same because um, I, I truly think you can manifest whatever you want. And the reason that people don't is because that work is difficult and it's overwhelming um, and it's hard to stick with. So like I said, two and a half days left of the year, um, focus on this stuff. And uh, you know, make 2023 great. This is my, my favorite week of the year is that kind of lull week right before the new year where you can kind of shut down 2022 and get ready for the year to come. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to everyone next week.